personal log, stardate 60548.6, Commander Joshua Underwood recording. Admiral Athos Parker, Starbase 911, has invited me to present at a policy conference with him. Now, while I'm flattered by the opportunity, I'm not looking forward to spending a day in the shuttle with the Admiral, given my personal history with him. Commander Underwood, welcome to Starbase 911, the hub of Union System. Thank you, Commander. Alex Masterson, Admiral Parker is in the OOD's office. Lead the way, Commander. Commander Underwood, just arriving, sir. Thank you, Commander. Dismissed. Aye, sir. Mr. Underwood, I am pleased to see you. Admiral Parker! Uh, I'm surprised. Understandably. I'll explain, but first, tell me, how was Commander Masterson? Well, you know better than I. She's your XO. We only spoke for a moment. And you didn't notice anything unusual in that moment? Nothing as unusual as this conversation, sir. It's my birthday tomorrow, and... I'm afraid she's planning a surprise party. Ah, well then, I understand. Can't be seen having fun, can you? Commander, I detect a note of insubordination. This year you've had me secretly survey ancient Iconian ruins all over the quadrant, and you ordered me to lie to my captain more than once to keep it secret. Commander, six years ago we had an argument. You punched me in the face. It was a mean right uppercut. That has nothing to do with it. And it was a left hook. Was it? I suppose it was. You had me thrown out of Starfleet. Took me years to claw my way back in. Tell me, do you remember what I whispered to you that day as I let you out of the headlock? Admiral, I don't see Answer how... the question. That's an order. You said... You said I knew you couldn't do it. Correct. Good, good. Mr. Underwood, you're still you. Excuse me? Not here, Commander. I've secured the room, but I'm not sure how long it will hold. Here, take this. Switch it on. What is it? A biosign projector. Anyone who scans this will detect a human male, aged approximately 40, BMI 28, hyperopia... Me. Precisely. I have one, too. Now take this. This being? A biosign scrambler. Get into your comm badge, like this. Now, if anyone scans me... They'll read no life signs at all. They'll only see the false readings from the projector. Do it. Admiral, with all due respect, just what the devil- Are we doing? In good time. Now, I need to know, right now, this second, will you obey my orders, Commander? Lawful orders? Scrupulously. Then I will obey them, Admiral. Thank you, Commander. But you can call me sir. Now, 
clip those under your waistband and follow me. Our shuttle is ready to leave for the conference. Commander Masterson, the station is yours. Aye, sir. Dr. Gwyn, what brings you up to the CIC? Just checking in with Alex here about Lieutenant Commander Cole's condition. Have you found out the reason for his coma yet? I'm afraid not, sir. But we'll keep at it. See that you do. Mr. Underwood? Command Dock, Earth One. Lieutenant Commander Oren Cole is my best friend in the world. He's in a coma? For over a week now. What happened? He didn't report for duty one morning. Dr. Gwynn says he was found in bed, unconscious. You say it like you don't believe Dr. Gwynn's report, sir. They're telling me it's something wrong with his symbiote. Oren's a joint trill. Gwyn says it looks like rejection. Uh, the early days of adjoining can be very difficult on the body. I'm sure once his body gets used to the symbiote... Oren was joined 13 years ago with no complications. In the entire history of trill medicine, there's no record of symbiote rejection this late in a stable joining. Not naturally, anyway. Are you suggesting that someone has attacked a member of your command staff? Or what does Dr. Gwyn think of that? Hmm. We're here. Smile for the cameras, Commander. Hmm? There, there, and there. Don't look at them, Commander. You're being watched. Admiral, this all seems awfully irregular. Very observant, Commander. Now, have you ever used a Routian dimensional shifter? I've never even heard of it. It's a kind of transporter. CIC, Shuttlecraft Whitney, requesting launch clearance and routing, over. Shuttlecraft Whitney, Starbase 911 actual. Standby for clearance, over. Acknowledged, over. It's a kind of transporter. It allows you to beam through shields, undetected at long range, but at a cost. Clear the deck. Clear the deck. Use it five Clear times in your life and you're a vegetable. Six, and you're dead. Shuttlecraft Whitney, clearance granted. Please use departure vector Vulcan Niner Echo. Over. Vulcan Niner Echo confirmed. Over. Safe journey, Admiral. Over and out. Sloppy. That's their weakness. They think nobody's paying attention. Sir? Commander Masterson's the best adjutant I've ever had. I understand she's a warm and gregarious person in private, but with me she maintains our distance precisely. She'd never wish me a safe journey on an open channel. And she certainly wouldn't call me Admiral. But isn't that what she just did? Quickly now, Commander. Here, take this. 
what is it? Your inverter. It'll activate the dimensional shifter. Computer, engage shuttlecraft autopilot. Program Rourke Gamma 6. Autopilot, engage. We're not actually going to the conference, are we? Our shuttlecraft will arrive and enter orbit. Starfleet records will show we attended, and half a dozen witnesses will swear we were there. I was really rather looking forward to giving my paper. Spent days on it. Commander, I don't give a tinker's damn about your paper. Lives are on the line, not the least of which your own. Now, place your biosign projector on the co-pilot seat. As far as anyone following this shuttle is concerned, we're on our way to the conference. Aye, sir. Beginning dimensional shift. Admiral, where did... Ah! Admiral, are you all right? I'll be fine. Maybe. Maybe not. What the hell are you two doing on my ship? Skipper Samantha Cox, I thought you were in a resettlement colony in New Zealand. That's not your most pressing concern right now, Mr. Underwood. Why shouldn't I stun you right now and turn you over for trespassing? Skipper, you're here to meet a Ferengi merchant named Turgil. He offered you a bargain price on Leola Root in bulk. That's right. You can't get Leola in the Federation. My crew misses it. That doesn't answer my question. Skipper, Turgil's not here. He hasn't been in this sector in 20 years. I sent you that message. I brought your ship here at this exact time to these exact coordinates. Because you and Mr. Underwood are the only ones I can trust. Admiral, are you... I'm fine. That was just my third time using the shifter. They say three and four hurt even more than five and six. I didn't realize just how much. I don't know about you, Underwood, but I'd like to know what makes us so important. Lower your phaser first, Skipper. I don't think so. Skipper, I'm as in the dark as you are about what's going on, but I've been watching Admiral Parker. He's scared, he's desperate, he needs us for some reason, and that's the truth. Thank you. Admiral, there are 50,000 people on your starbase. I'm the man you drummed out of Starfleet, now a lowly first officer on Deep Space Assignment, and Skipper Cox spent most of her life lost in space outside the galaxy. She only got back on Stardate 59706... 04. Hardly a year ago. She and her crew are only just starting to settle into their new life. So, how can we possibly be the only people you trust? I knew you'd understand what was happening. And I knew you weren't already infested. Infested? Infested? Oh, God. The buggers. They're here. Yes. Three weeks ago, the neural parasites we call the Bluegills began to infiltrate Starbase 911. They've taken control of at least some of my command staff. I don't know how, I don't know who, I don't know how many, 
But I know that they want me dead, or worse. But we defeated the Bluegills on the Excelsior, given on Prime. No, you erased one planet. You upset their delicate balance of power. You plunged them back into conflict with the Borg, which held off the Sword of Damocles for a little while longer. But the Bluegills and the Sword remain an existential threat to the Federation. You were whining earlier because I forced you to survey Iconian ruins secretly? Do you know why I did that, Commander? No. Because the Bluegills have been doing the same thing all this year. We noticed just after Gevanon, they sweep into a system, scour any Iconian ruins they find, and then disappear. It's unprecedented, and the ruins are responding defensively in ways we've never seen before. An anti-Bluegill dancing plague on Mantua? An automatic sentry the size of a dwarf planet near Zathana? All because the Bluegills are looking for something, desperately, in the ruins of an ancient civilization. Captain Dovan figured it out months ago. I'm surprised you haven't. Is that so? And now they're here in Federation space, risking discovery in the collapse of the Sword of Damocles. Why? That's what I intend to find out. The Bluegills on the Starbase were planning to make their move as soon as I was either infested or out of the way. I've dodged four attempts on my life in the past three days. As far as they know, I've just left the system on a shuttle. Whatever they're planning, they'll do it now. Ample opportunities for them. A thriving colony on Union 3 with links to the rest of the Rayan sector. Extensive Iconian ruins on Union 3's surface. And of course, uh, the Iconian gateway to the other side of the galaxy. Ah, a key strategic position, especially when it comes to the Bluegills. Don't forget the Poseidon shipyards. The Manor Research Station? Lay in a course for Union 3, Captain Cox. We can monitor the situation from there without drawing suspicion. No, I don't think so. Captain Cox. Skipper, if you must. Surely you recognize how critical this is. Why I had to lure you here. If anything you're saying is true. Underwood, have you tested the Admiral for infestation? I check the back of his neck, yes. If he were infested, we'd be able to see a small breathing gill there. Maybe. Maybe? My crew tangled with the buggers a few times out in the big empty. We learned quick that the buggers know how to hide the gills. There are a few ways of doing it. Their true weakness is memory. Even after they crawl inside your skull and take over, they can't read your memories. Have you asked the Admiral... Anything that only he would know. Skipper, this is absurd. If we just can... This is set to kill, Admiral. I won't hesitate to use it if you take one step toward me or him. Underwood? He asked me some questions, but not the other way round. Then I'll do it. Admiral, 
During our debriefing after the Anbar survivors came home, how long did you keep us before you let us take a break? Was it four hours or eight? Twenty-two. Then we let you sleep for three and come back for another twenty-two. But even a bluegill would know that's standard procedure in Special Projects Division. Standard procedure. Schmitty had a panic attack, tore up half the room. Instead of letting me help him calm down, you let your spooks stun him down. He lived. See, any bluegill infiltrator in the galaxy right there would have started with, I'm sorry. But that's their other weakness, personality. It's hard to be as flint-hearted as you are, Parker, even to fake it. We all have our duties. There are lines I won't cross. Making your friends uncomfortable while I investigate an imminent threat to our very free will isn't one of them. Uncomfortable? Fine. That's Admiral Parker, all right, Underwood. We might be better off with a bluegill. Captain Cox. Don't get your panties in a twist, Admiral. I can't help noticing, sir, that the only two people you trust don't like you very much. I suppose I could have called in General Hanas. But her solution would probably involve a great deal of collateral damage. Might that be an acceptable loss given the stakes? If the Bluegills start to win their war, not one of us will survive the winds that will blow then. I agree that there is an acceptable loss threshold, Mr. Underwood. But I think you failed to appreciate the sheer scale of General Hanas's typical solutions. Not quite the flint heart she thinks you are then, eh, sir? Commander, I honestly don't know anymore. Hey, get up here! What happened? Another shuttlecraft just launched from 911. Command deck. That's the Maimonides, Commander Masterson's yacht. They've set course for the planet, near Faraway City. Hold course for Equinox. Show no signs of interest. Keep an eye on them. Passive scans only. We'll let them get where they're going. Then we can drop into the atmosphere and follow undetected. I'm not an idiot, Admiral. I have some work to do before we make orbit. Excuse me. They're coming for us. A secret war rages across our galaxy between two great enemies who could snuff us out like a candle. What they don't know about is me. From the Operations Center of Starbase 911, I command fleets in two quadrants. I don't know how to stop Armageddon, but maybe I can keep it hanging by a horsehair. I'm not the first. I won't be the last. But, for today at least, I'm your only hope. Star Trek Excelsior. We're in cloud cover over Equinox, sir. The Maimonides is going to land. Where? A few kilometers northwest of far away. The Iconian ruins. Lay in a course, but keep us in the cloud bank. In this weather? Won't be a problem. At least we had one bit of good luck. Luck? No. I overrode the planet's weather control system. 
sent a thousand kilometer cold front rolling in. What did you think I was doing back there? How many life forms aboard that shuttle? Passive scans only means no life form readouts. The Maimonides seats six, but they could have as few as one person and as many as twelve packed in there. Ah, they're heading for the cave entrances. Caves? The surface ruins on Union have been picked clean over the centuries, partly looters, mostly the asteroid. The what? About 80 years ago, a large mass struck Union 3. Devastating. It left a crater the size of a small continent and crushed the biosphere. When the Federation decided to colonize, it took 10 years of terraforming just to get this planet back to the shape it had been before the asteroid. Assuming it was an asteroid. It had to be an asteroid. Have you seen the crater? I live here, Commander. There's a beautiful crater, all right, but no asteroid debris has ever been found. And the Union star system has no asteroid belt. Mystery for the geologists, I think. Indeed. Now, would you kindly focus on the task at hand, Commander? We're approaching their landing site. Looks like they're already inside the caves. Can you beam us down? Only a little ways inside. Whatever those caves are made of, it doesn't like transporter beams. Or sensor beams, or communication beams, or any other kind of beam from what I'm seeing. The perfect place for us to set up an ambush. Or for them to do the same. I suppose we'll have to take that chance. Set phasers to kill. You'd think in 20 years Starfleet could develop a stun that could take down a bugger host. An infested person has incredibly enhanced strength and stamina. We may not have the luxury of waiting four seconds for a maximum stun to take each one down. Callous as ever. Captain Cox, energize. of Iconian quasi-rock, just like the old times. Excuse me? Mr. Underwood used to be a scion hunter. A what? Someone who looked for evidence of the scions of the stars. We spent a lot of time in Iconian ruins looking for mentions, even a link between those two ancient races. And that was your life? I know it sounds silly to you since you practically grew up with the scions, but for us... They're just legends, beautiful, noble legends, who promised one day to return to their servants in their hour of need. Beautiful, noble legends. Don't let Zerum hear you say that. Jesus. Let's get going. This way. The cave forks into two paths just around this bend. If we're going to find our friends in time, we may have to split... Huh. I take it that large glowing staircase isn't a regular part of the tour? That's impossible. It leads upward. Just because your Starfleet surveyors missed it doesn't mean it's impossible. Look up. It just goes deeper into the mountain. The city was built on flat ground. We're not in a mountain. The Iconians had a certain facility with dimensional manipulation. I'm not surprised it's here. I'm more surprised to see the Bluegills were able to trigger it so quickly. They must have known exactly what to look for. 
Commander, it says something on the bottom step. Can you read it? Hmm. My Iconian is a little rusty. This looks to be late third era. If it were any older, we'd be out of luck. Let's see. Um, that's a ten. This is a two. No. Second. Join. Unite. Uh, meet. Yeah. Mm, here it is, I think. Seven worlds. Point to three. Find the second. We will meet. Eh. At least, I think it's worlds. What does it mean? The Iconians enjoy riddles, especially the inverted variety, where you get the final clue first and then the cryptic hints that explain what you just found. Like saying the punchline before you tell the joke. Exactly. The Iconians raised it to an art form. We'll have to go up to find out what the setup is supposed to be. It's stars. Pardon? Seven stars. Not seven worlds. I didn't realize you read Iconian, Skipper. I didn't either, but that language? It's Scion. I guarantee you, that is third-era Iconian. Then the Scions and Iconians share a language. You wanted a link, Underwood? You just found a doozy. Much as I sincerely enjoy paleo-xenolinguistics, we have business to attend to. Did everyone feel that? Didn't just feel it. Look, we're at the top of the stairs. One of the steps must have activated a teleporter. Or a gateway. Why build the stairs at all then? I don't know about your Iconians, Parker, but I'll tell you, the Scions did a lot of things just to show off. That sounds a bit irreverent, Skipper. Yeah, the Scions were always saying that to me too. Fact is, you can only do business with ancient godlike beings if you take them down a peg or two first. Our bugger pals must have gone down this way. We should hurry. Agreed, but we don't go in guns blazing. First, we need to find out what they're doing here, what their plan is. Second, we need to find out if they brought a royal. A royal? Well, if a royal were to die, then every bugger in the system would die too, and they'd have to be fools. No, just arrogant and paranoid. The king will be here because he can't afford not to be. And he'll have the queen in his belly because he can't afford to trust anyone else with it. Damn straight. Phasers ready, heads down, stay quiet, and wait for my signal. Let's hope we aren't too late. This is Bakhtag. Complete Bakhtag. Bakhtag? Careful, ma'am. Your roast doesn't speak Klingon. There's no one to hear us but you. Speaking of which, can't you turn off that stupid accent now? Unfortunately, it seems to be deeply ingrained in the good doctor's speech sentence. I may be Welsh for some time to come. What are we supposed to do with this? The obelisk is just a message for the groundlings. We've known how to control the mega gateways for hundreds of years. It doesn't give us Avalon. Like a thousand other worlds our cousins have scoured, we couldn't count on finding the road to Avalon here. I just thought, the stairwell, the riddle, it seems so much like a treasure map. And so it was, just 
not for us. To answer your question, we call it in. The gateway control tutorial is obviously unneeded, but there may yet be something on this obelisk that's valuable to the court in Silaface. Yes, I agree. I'll set up the Ansible. I'll make one more full scan of the obelisk. Maybe we missed something. They have an Ansible. That's not what worries me most. They're looking for Avalon. Avalon? What is Avalon, besides the obvious illusion? Forget the illusion. It's one of those funny translator quirks. Avalon was the last refuge of the Iconians after they were driven from their homeworld. A hidden world, a total secret, built to continue operating on its own for 10 million years. Let me guess. Filled to the brim with Iconian technology at its peak. Iconian weapons. More than enough to tip the balance of power in their favor. With Avalon, they could conquer the galaxy. And they've been chasing Avalon for over a year with every unit they can spare. Did you hear them? A thousand worlds. We're trying to cover the same ground with two starships. And an answer. What's that? A weapon? A communications device. They'll have it set up in a minute so you can see. The Ansible allows instant communication across any distance. We had one on my ship. Not at all dangerous. That, Commander Cox, is where you are mistaken. Commander Masterson. I'm afraid I can't allow you to communicate back with your masters. Sir. What a pleasant surprise. I'll give you both one chance to surrender. So, Admiral, it's me, your doctor. Let's not be glib, sir. Twenty years ago, a race of neural parasites infiltrated Starfleet Command by infesting and controlling the bodies of key Starfleet personnel. You and I both know what you are. And you expect to take us prisoner with one phaser against our two? I have three phasers, actually. Mr. Underwood? Captain Cox? The girl's mine. Doctor's covered. So, you see, after all you did to my senior staff, surrender is an unnecessarily generous offer on my part. As a Starfleet officer, I strongly advise you to take it. But, as a friend of the people whose lives you've stolen, I request that you refuse. Skipper Samantha Cox, is that you? Glad my reputation still counts for something with the buggers, even after all these years. It's just that I have it on very good authority that you were killed. Several times, actually. You can't keep a good captain down. Congratulations on your return from exile outside the galaxy. We weren't exiled. We just got lost. You guys, on the other hand. I assume one of you is a royal. If I kill one of you, there's a 50-50 chance I take out every parasite in this star system. Do you really want to keep stalling? You've made your point, sir. Don't call me that. Very well, Admiral. We're prepared to make a deal. I'm not. If they're not surrendering, Skipper, feel free to take your best guess. With pleasure. 
You may want to hear us out. This deal is your only chance at saving 50,000 people under your protection. What? My starbase. Our orders were to destroy it when our mission was complete, along with this obelisk. Erase all evidence we were here. Which would provide a helpful cover for a few invested officers to disappear back to bugger space. A happy side benefit. But we're willing to forego all that in exchange for safe passage. You're bluffing. She's not. Observe. The obelisk. Disintegrated, I'm afraid. Quite completely. But we have detailed scans, which we're willing to let you have, if you let us all leave peacefully. Otherwise, the same micro-singularity bombs that destroyed the obelisk will breach every antimatter reactor on Starbase 911. 50,000 dead, and there won't be enough left to identify a single body. So, it's your choice, Admiral. You try to kill us, we murder your Starbase, and we destroy the precious Iconian data we came to collect. Or you keep your Starbase and the data, and we walk away. Sounds like a win-win to me. You're bluffing. You can't get a signal to the starbase through the cave walls. You'd have to go outside. I assure you, Admiral, we brought advanced communication equipment with us. Which he destroyed. Just the answer. He's right, they could have modified their communicators. Mlugil technology is centuries ahead of ours. I'm not convinced. Still, Admiral... Even if you might be right, can you take the risk with so many lives at stake? A year ago, a man named Brahms came to me and gave me a choice. Peace or utter destruction. I tried choosing peace, but the price was destroying the starship Excelsior and murdering thousands of people. So, I said no. I said I'd do the right thing and hope for the best come what may. I wonder what I'd say today. Commander Masterson, I can't help noticing that Dr. Gwyn has been deferring to you throughout this conversation. (laughs) So you think that makes me the royal? I think you're more clever than that. Dr. Gwyn? Fire! Fire! What's my logic from this tower? The Queen, keep firing! The Queen is dead. Uh. Commander! Masterson! Masterson! Allie! Good guess. Admiral. Her bugger is dying. Underwood, where's the scanner data for the obelisk? Erased. Gone, Admiral. The obelisk is gone. 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 The bugger's dead. Commander Masterson. Sir? How are you feeling, Commander? Sir? Nauseous, sir. Glad to be alive. I'm pleased, Commander, that you weren't the Royal. Is there anything I... Parker, the girl's got a puke. A lot of nasty stuff in her system. The sooner the better. Sir, I want you to know. Underwood, Medkin? Yes, sir. Sir, you need to know. Rest, Commander. That's in order. Brahms was alone, sir. 
he was alone. And it, Commander, I see what you're saying. You aren't alone, sir. You weren't, and you won't be. We'll give you some privacy, Commander, if that's what you want. Thank you, sir. Skipper, I wanted to say I'm sorry about your man Schmitty. Thanks. But you'd do it again, wouldn't you? As I said, I'm sorry. So, you have your station back, Admiral. And my crew. I wonder how many the Bluegills actually took. You'll find out when you get back. Just remember how important it is this all remains secret. I'll hope for a low number then. No one will have died, correct? No one except your Dr. Gwyn there. A good officer. We'll find some way to explain it. General Hanas may be helpful there. And what about this Avalon they were looking for? You have to find it first. Plain as that. Whoever gets Avalon gets the galaxy. And if the Bluegills take over the galaxy? Then we all end up with bugs in our heads. Unfortunately, I suspect they just vaporized our best clue. They were talking about controlling the Mega Gateways. I didn't even realize there were other gateways besides the one in orbit and the one it's linked to. To access another gateway, it would be a revolution. Who knows what advantages that Opolis could have opened up to us. Even just to understand that clue. Seven stars point to three. Then it sounds like we have a lot of work ahead of us. Commander, I trust you can handle the cover-up? You know I can, sir. Underwood, we need to get you back to the Voltaire. The hunt for Avalon must continue and accelerate now that we finally know what we're looking for. But can I at least stay for your birthday party, Admiral? Birthday? The Admiral's birthday was three months ago. Oh. Captain Cox. Skipper. You have every right to return home and forget any of this ever happened. You are at Starfleet. Your crew needs you and... You've earned your retirement. And? And I'll make sure you receive the Leola route you ordered. Compliments of Starfleet Intelligence. You're just going to send me back to Earth? Would you prefer something else? I... I guess not. Then we'll be in touch. The committee will be depending on your experience and advice. Committee? What committee? The four of us, Commander. The Admiral, the Aide, the Field Agent and the consultant. I believe this mission constituted the inaugural session of the Committee to Save the Galaxy. Star Trek Excelsior Starring Nathan Lisney as Admiral Athos Rourke Parker. And Elise Crowick as Skipper Sam Cox. Gareth Bowley as Commander Joshua Underwood. With Janet Green as Commander Alex Masterson. Dr. Daffy Gwynn, John Lingard. Computer, Caitlin Haney. Narrator, Mike Hennessy. Written and directed by James Haney. Post-producers, Gary Colbell, Mike Hennessy, and Andy Thompson. Artwork, James Haney. Music, credits at starshipexcelsior.com Special thanks Emily Palmer, Michael Blaze, Nathan Lisney, Jim Swagata, Martha Haney, and Gene Roddenberry. 
No infringement is intended against Star Trek, which remains the property of CBS Television and Paramount Pictures. This has been an Excelsior production.